I'd like to take uh, our text tonight from Galatians chapter 2, verse 20. Most of you would probably familiarize uh, with this one. Galatians 2, 20. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. You know, every time I read uh, through Galatians, it always reminds me back to school when the younger, when I was in college. Uh, one of the quarter, I uh, only had three classes, 12 credits. And yeah, I like to take four classes usually to keep me busy. So I, I saw a Bible class that was available that quarter. So I said, you know what? Might get an easy A out of this since the last couple of years I've been just reading a lot through the Bible at least a couple of times. But yeah, I thought wrong. <laughs> but, um, and, uh, on one of the, one of the, uh, the, the tests I was kind of disappointed was in Galatian. The professor said, you know, hey, this next test coming up is going to be about on Paul's letter. So yeah, I read through it many times. The only time I would get confused was you know, when it comes to Galatian, Ephesian, um, Philippian, and uh, Colossian. I always get confused which come first. So I came up with an acronym and said, you know, General Power Electric Company. So general for Galatian, uh, Ephesian, Philippian, and uh, uh, Colossian. So... Uh, and then, uh, so he gave the first, the test was on, say, hey, what are the themes of some of the Paul's letter? It went from Roman all the way to, uh, Colossian. So I said, yeah, Roman, grace of God, easy. Corinthians, power, love, Christ love, Jesus love. And then when I came to Colossian, it just spaced out. I thought, hmm, I don't know what it is. I'll skip to the next one. Of course, yeah. Went to Ephesian. It's about our glorious treasure. Jesus is our glorious treasure. Yeah. Are everything and uh, Philippian is a servant's heart. That was the theme. Of course, you expand on that. And then Colossian is the Godhead Trinity. So I tried to go back to uh, Galatian, and I thought, well, Galatian, well, it's about the fruit of the spirit. But I think that was wrong. You know, it's uh, Galatian was mainly about Paul wrote to the Galatian um, because uh, when he started the church, uh, the first time you visited there, um, you know, they were um, uh, started with. Yeah, faith in Christ. That's what they were saved by, is that uh, faith in Christ. So, but as time passes, you know, as the culture mixed, there was, you know, Gentile and, uh, Jewish Christian come along, and you know, the, the Jewish was, um, uh, trying to also teach us that, uh, well, you have to be saved by your works also. So Paul was disturbed a little bit about that. He said, you know, he wrote to them and tried to remind them that, hey, uh, our faith is in Christ alone, not by works. We are not ju- justified by by works. Uh, um, and uh, they they were trying to enforce that to the the, the churches there. Uh, he tells them that hey, we are justified in Christ alone. We belong to Christ because of our faith, not because we obey or not because they obey the law. Uh, because he reminded them, Galatians four seven says, "For ye are all the children of God." By faith in Christ Jesus. Uh, and again, he tells them, hey, blessing come from God on the basis of faith, not the law. Because the law declares men guilty and imprison them. 
but set uh, but faith set us free. Yeah, faith set us free to enjoy liberty in Christ. As I look up, uh, you know, liberty. Just in case, liberty definition is the state of being free within a society from oppression, restriction imposed by authority on one's way of life, behavior, or views. Second definition of a uh, liberty is freedom. Again, you know, uh, just as you heard, you know, John and many other people that come to America, a lot of people, the majority of people that come to America, seek freedom. What this country has to offer. Uh, we come because we want to escape persecution, oppression, and the hardship that uh, they face. Uh, this is the land of the home, uh, the land of the free, the home of the brave. And in the United States, we have the ability to make our own decision and choose our own path in life and not restricted by anything but our own ability or our, our own willingness to work hard or to do to get what we want. Um, that was uh, the main, the reason why many people come, but just because you come to you know one of the greatest country in the world, so with so much freedom, doesn't mean that you get to do whatever you want, whenever you want. There's also uh, you know obligations, rules, and uh, uh, stipulation that you need to abide by and follow. So again, freedom in Christ means that you are no longer a bondage to sin. You are no longer slave to sin. So, and you, uh, sin have no more power over you. You are free from guilt, period. You are free from any burdens that you have, you know. But again, liberty is not a license, you know. Freedom in Christ means that you are to produce the fruit of righteousness through a spirit-live lifestyle. So, what is a spirit-live lifestyle? Well, Philippians 4, 8, it says, uh, Whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there any, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think of these things. This is one of the things that a spirit-led lifestyle should do and think about constantly. Now, some of us, a lot of time, you know, even me at one time, all of us, one time when we come to church or go to church, we feel, you know, as a Christian, there's a lot of do's and don'ts. Why is there so many rules? Why do we have to do this? Why do we have to do that? We go to church in the morning, we only see a lot of restriction, limitation. We get discouraged. We want to find something else to do. We want to go somewhere else uh, that fulfill our needs or our way you know but uh, as a Christian as freedom in Christ it, it's not about pleasing to our flesh or our desire it's not what I want to see it's not what we want to see that looks good and we want to do it's not what is um, pleasing again to the flesh I want to have fun I want to enjoy life there's nothing wrong with that you can enjoy life God give us a way to enjoy life, you know. Again, sometimes even when I was growing up and when I was in school, I hear a lot, you know, when I have Christian friends that says, you know, I want to have a drink, I want to have a beer, like Brother Eric talked a while back uh, when he was preaching. You know, it's okay. It, it's a sip. It's only a beer. I'm not going to get drunk. Uh, drunk. Well, why even go there? 
what's the point of that? What are you trying to please? Are you pleasing yourself, your friend, or are you living to glorify God? You want to follow God, or you want to follow what the world does? You know. So, and even uh, I was even shocked one time too when I had a friend who said, you know, well, when we do something well, we'll just go have a, a cigar. To me, that was a shock. I said, as a Christian, you can do that. Um, well, they said it's okay if you have it only once a while. Well, uh, that's not a holy life uh, way of living. That's what not Christ called us to do. Uh, that's just part of the world. We are called to be separated from the world, not to be like the world and of the world and be part of the world. Uh, you can do those things, but you know, don't call yourself a, a follower of Jesus Christ because call, Christ called us to be you know, living as his ambassador. Then yeah. uh, also, again, if you want to live that kind of life, we know that kind of life, what it led to. I mean, a lot of time, this in-between, um, you know, lifestyle, you know, it's heading only one direction, and that's toward hell. Uh, if that's a, you know, your final destination, go on right ahead. But, you know, there's a better destination for all of us. You know, the trend of today, our culture of today, is heading toward hell. Do you want to be on the same trend? I don't, and I hope not. I believe most of us, all of us, well, I want to believe all of us here don't want to be on that trend, heading that same direction also. Because uh, Galatians 5.13, For brethren, ye have been called unto liberty. Only use not liberty for an occasion to the flesh, but to love and serve one another. That's what the Christ called us to do. Freedom in Christ mean freedom to produce the fruit of righteousness, you know, through a spirit life, a spirit led lifestyle. You know, I love this uh, verse also in Colossians 3.17. Whatever so, whatsoever ye do in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and to the Father by Him. It doesn't say something you do, part of the thing you do, in everything you do, do it in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Everything. That's talking, walking, working, you know, sharing, everything. Our mission is to align our life with God's will. Our life is to define Thus saith the Lord. If we align our life with the flesh, we are going against God's will. If we align our life with our culture, our society, we are going against God's will. I know that's a happening thing nowadays. You know, we got to get it with the culture. But again, if the culture is heading toward hell, do you want to be on the uh, same trend also? Paul tells us, Though we are free, we should use our freedom not to indulge in sinful activity, but to be righteous. Again, we should live a Spirit-led lifestyle because that lifestyle will produce the fruit of the Spirit. And what are the fruit of the Spirit? Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. 
Against such there is no law. Against such there is no law. Yeah. You know, sometimes we miss the point because we focus on our self-effort instead of focusing on Jesus. Yeah. We've been have we have been set free by Jesus already what he has done on the cross. He set us free from our sin. We are made alive in Christ and we can live according to his way. You know, Jesus didn't set us free, like I mentioned earlier, to do what we want, whenever we want, or how we want it, or when it's in our own time. You know, which a lot of time when you uh, just think about it, it's about the pride of life. You know, the lust of the flesh and of the eyes. He set us free, you know, to do what we ought to do. You know, and what do we ought to do? Just like Micah 6, 8. To do justly and to love mercy and to walk humbly with thy God. He set us free to do what we ought to do. Not what we want to do or what we should do. Because that is the old life that is the old man, that is the old, the, the sinful nature. Again, he set us free to do what we ought to do. God created us to have fellowship and communion with him. We can't, you know, if there is a barrier between him and us, and that is sin. So, you know, tonight, I'm asking you, are you free? You know, we might be living one of the, uh, the I say it's the greatest country in the world. You know, we are still able to make decision where to go to school, what we want to go to school for. We still have a choice to, to choose where we want to live, where we don't want to live. Uh, we still have a choice to work or not work or who to work for. And uh, we still have a choice to, uh, again, uh, to go to church or which church to go to or not to go to church. And, uh, if you choose not to go to church, uh, we'll pray for you, and Lord, uh, pray for you to work on your heart. But uh, but we still have a choice again, also of which drive-through to go to, you know, between McDonald's or Burger King's, uh, or maybe we can still choose between Starbucks, Black Rock, or Dutch Brother. Those who drink coffee, and um, this is all freedom on the outside. This is just freedom that we have to enjoy in. Uh, our country that we live in. There are many people out there that doesn't have the same freedom we are. But we did have a little bit of a, a, a coming at the end of the age just last year with COVID, with all the restriction. A lot of our freedom were taken away. You know, we couldn't go certain places. We couldn't go shopping or we couldn't do this and that. There's many things. There's still country out there to the north of us who couldn't go out their house without a permission slip from the government. You know, so again, so this is freedom from the outside. We live in a country that give us liberty to do a lot of things. But tonight, do you have freedom on the inside? You know, this is more important than the freedom on the outside that we enjoy. There are, mean, there are many people throughout the world that don't have the luxury that we have now, but that have the freedom on the inside. You know, freedom on the outside is temporal. It's temporary, but... It will imprison you for eternity. You can enjoy it. You want to live it. But that freedom will imprison you for eternity. But the freedom on the inside, you will be able to reign with God forever. 
you know. Yeah, but those of you, those of us who have freedom on the inside, will have the peace, will have the power, will have the confidence and the strength and the hope that only Jesus Christ can give. Freedom in Christ is an everlasting joy. You know, are you free from the sin that entangle your life? Are you free from the sin that enslave your life? Are you free from the burden that is holding you down tonight? You know, what is holding you down? What is enslaving you, your life? What is causing you to not draw close to the Lord? Well, first, what is the, if you're not saved, what is enslaving you? What is holding you back from giving your life to Jesus Christ tonight? And if you're already saved, what is holding you back? What is enslaving you? What is yeah, enslaving you to not draw close to the Lord to seek your deeper experiences, your sanctification or your baptism? What is holding you back so bad that you can't draw another step closer to God? No. If you're not in Christ, yeah, you can be tonight. Yeah. Christ can set you free. Again, freedom in Jesus Christ is the greatest liberty that you will ever attain in this life. Because freedom in Christ, you will enjoy forever with Him in eternity. But if you choose, you know, to the, the, the freedom on the outside in this life, like I said, you will be imprisoned forever, you know, in hell. I know it's harsh to say that. I don't want to sound so mean, but it's a fact and everybody needs to hear it because it's a real thing. So again, tonight, if you're not free, come tonight. Jesus is ready to, to set you free, to, to free, to, uh, uh, make you free, to, uh, give the joy, the peace that we all need, you know, to lift up our burden, whatever it is tonight. He can do that for you. So why don't we all come down and pray. And the song for invitation is 588.